I'm I just realized that this snuggie I'm wearing, it's kind of like what the Pharisees wear or the war. Like it it goes over the head, but not all the way, and they have like a hat on. Except for my hat is a beanie. I don't think they had Carhartt. Huh? <laughs> Maybe that's where they come from. The um, Pharisees created Carhartt to flex on the rest of them. They looked fly. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Monster Island Podcast. With your host, me, and um, him. I told you, I told you I'd get someone else for the, not the story, not do a movie about friendship by myself again. Ironic, this one should have been done by myself. Come on. Come to think of it. But today we are talking about Willy's Wonderland. Willy's Wonderland. Easily my favorite movie of 2021 so it's, far. Uh, <laughs> probably, well, Godzilla and King Kong, that whole, that whole thing is coming out sometime maybe in theaters. But other than that, I don't think there's much to look forward to movie-wise. Yeah, so I'm watching Willy's Wonderland like, 50 different times i'm actually thinking about singing again this weekend yeah, it's it's like it's not something that you you'd really expect to look forward to like it's just it's something that like oh nicholas cage I haven't heard from him in a while oh my goodness he's I've, five nights of freddy haven't seen him since mandy <laughs> i mean the movie really is just five nights of freddy's but like with doom guy but and nicholas cage is there <laughs> yeah like so the the premise should is, we start with the description yeah yeah all right. When his car breaks down, a quiet loner agrees to clear an abandoned family fun center in exchange for repairs. He soon finds himself waging war against possessed animatronics mascots while trapped inside Willy's Wonderland. Willy's Wonderland. With an estimated budget of $5 million. How much did they make back? Well, I don't know. It just came out, so true. Probably not that. <laughs> Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, that's a really low budget. I, mean, I wouldn't. Be... And it looks good, too. Yeah, that's why I'm confused. I'm like, you'd imagine, like, most of it went to, uh, you know, Nicolas Cage. But it's like, mm-hmm. it looked a little too good for all of that to have gone to yeah, Nicolas like, Cage. No, not even just the, the the camera work. Like, the After Effects, too. It, it used a lot of, like, purples and pinks to just really highlight a scene. Yeah, the cinematography was good. <laughs> like, whenever they, they would normally have the colors, like, we relating to um whatever care, like animatronic was there mm-hmm. and the animatronics themselves was um really cool uh like the weirdest one was probably i forget was the siren or whatever her name was because it looked yeah. the most humanoid it was yeah, really creepy that was weird yeah i i, I feel uh, like it was just a human wearing like a, that's what i think so but I was like how it looked it's, it it's looked skin re- looked a little weird though so i'm like wondering like oh how much of the maybe it's just someone who needed to moisture <laughs> Yeah, I really can't wait for this movie to come on DVD so it can. I, I actually want to see the behind the scenes and, and I, the 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 um like poster art for it looks it looks great. I recommend not even only seeing the movie but just looking up like Willy's Wonderland on Google or something and look at the the images for it because it it oh. just looks it looks that makes me sad. Look at the box office. That? Oh man. Hundreds. You know what? That's COVID, though. That's COVID. That doesn't. Yeah, so it was a hundred and seven thousand dollars. Then again, it did just come out. It came out on the twelfth. Yeah. You know, so cut cut us some slack. Like, I really want people to go out and see this movie because it was actually good. It was entertaining yeah. as hell. It's it's definitely one of the the tragedies of movies because it the same sort of thing happened with like 
uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters. It came out the same time as John Wick. No, I can't. The problem with that one was um, first uh, uh, Avengers Endgame came out, so everyone went to that. And then John Wick came out, so like all the money that was left over was going to that. You know, you're going to spend your money to go see John Wick. And then Godzilla King of the Monsters came out. The kids are like, oh, let's go see in the theaters. But it's like, parents are like, no, we just went to the theaters, you know? At least that's how it was. It it was just caught in the middle of a bad area. And this time, I mean, Willie's Wonderland, it's just kind of the worst area. Like, yeah. Which makes me worried about how Kong is going to do. But then again, I guess by the i feel like right now um i'm not sure how it is in any other city but our movie theater just opened back up and i'm sure most people don't even realize it's open again yeah this movie wasn't exactly a priority because we were in like the the very left of the the theater in a room i've never been before and there were like two other people there but you know I, i just think the whole experience was very joyful and it's not something it's not like it's not like a jump scare movie, really. So you don't really have to worry about that. I would just recommend going to see it to have a good laugh. And enjoy yeah, it's it. not really scary. There are some creepy and unsettling things yeah. in it. Like the frog one for me was just kind of was like. A... <laughs> yeah, the the performances. Everyone did a good job playing their characters. There were a couple like it's a Nicolas Cage movie, so there were a couple parts where like, uh, that's how you're gonna phrase that. But other uh, yeah. I kind of liked it though, because it was like um, it reminded me of those um early story games, like um, like uh, what is it, Pirates Quest or whatever. Yeah. But what, like that, and the Telltale games or whatever. It's like how the dialogue was said and everything like that, and like what they mentioned and what they mm-hmm. didn't mention. It really felt like it was like okay, this guy's clearly like if I was playing a video game, I'm like, well, this guy's clearly lying to me, yeah. you know. And I think that was the point. Like it really did have like a protagonist game feel for uh, Nicholas Cage's character. I, we we haven't mentioned this yet, um, thing, but Nicholas Cage does not speak a line of dialogue. No, and the reason why he did that was because um he uh was inspired by uh German expressionist films. Oh, so that was that was his choice. Uh, I, that was one of the reasons why he accepted the role was uh-huh. because like he was interested in that because um for uh German expressionist films it's during the silent films you know the Cabinet of Dr Caligari you know the first horror movie that didn't bomb. Mm-hmm. Uh, like back then, you know, with silent films, you have to, your performance is you, you know, not yeah. what you're saying. So you have to exaggerate everything you do. And he did. Yeah. Like, other, like everything, most of the stuff in this movie is like, like they purposely were making a schlocky movie. But yeah. honestly, the fact that he conveyed his performance without actually talking was actually really good. Yeah. It, like it was exaggerated as all hell, but it was actually great. There was a, like a, a tense scene in the movie. Where all the there are teenagers in the movie because of course you have to have teenagers. I actually like that part though, but we'll, we'll get into yeah, that. Yeah, they they were there were teenagers who were fighting, like the the animatronics instead of him because he was on his break. Yeah, play, he was in the break <laughs> or not in the break. He was in the kitchen playing uh, uh pinball. pinball. Yeah, he was playing pinball. <laughs> and he was just drinking his punch soda. Yeah, yeah. It, it was just like dancing. To the the music. Well, the dancing was later on. At this point, he was just playing it and yeah. drinking it. So, but um, that's one of the things in the movie is that uh, Nicholas Cage he is not supposed to be the main. Ca- the movie should be about the teenagers fighting against the animatronics and stuff like yeah. that. But it's not because Nicholas Cage is a force of nature. Actually, in that I, thought, movie. I thought I thought of a good comparison. It's kind of like Jack Sparrow in Pirates of the Caribbean. Like he's the reason you see it, but he's not really the main character. Kind like of, he's he's the driving force. Kind of, except I think that he has a lot more to do with the plot and everything. Yeah. That Nicholas Cage is literally just there. He's just there, and he should be like a person that died, like the 
the movie should have been like he's just a person that gets in there. The kids try and save him, but he dies like right as they get there. So now they're stuck inside there with all the animatronics. Yeah. And it should have been a love story between the um main teenage girl and um her uh the guy that liked her. And I thought there was going, but um spoiler alert if you're watching this um whole thing's got a spoiler already. Gosh, but um yeah he just gets killed off like just that like yeah. neck just goes and it's like oh gosh I, I thought he was gonna survive. <laughs> There's a lot of oh moments in the movie. In the movie, movie, how it is, it's set up like that. You think that eventually Nick Cage is going to get the robots are going to get the better of him, and he's got to get saved by the teenager, and they light this place on fire and stuff like that. But nope, he literally just kicks everything's ass. So, like in the final moments of of the movie, it, it goes down between uh, Nick Cage, Cage and the main big bad animatronic Willie and the weasel. He, uh, uh, to start off, he loses. He like he gets cut up pretty bad because this is like this is the number one possessed animal. The final game. boss. Yeah, this is the final <laughs> boss. So he gets up beaten pretty badly, and he gets tossed into like the the ball pit. But then he, he <laughs> just do the cliche grabbing <laughs> out, and then he goes back into the kitchen. Or no, it was the supply closet. Yeah, so that's, yeah. But he also went to the kitchen too, and, and uh, he he like finds a mop that he broke, like to start. In, in the start of the movie and he like duct tapes it together to form like a, a baton a baton yeah and then he grabs all of his punch sodas puts them in like a sack so he's got like <laughs> a flail he's got a flail <laughs> and a flapping uh, <laughs> and he wins and he wins just like that just beats the crap out of him he, rips his head yeah, off rips his head off it's like it's so like you think that he'd have to be saved by something um the uh there's the town is um there actually uh something i found interesting was um the town they were set like it was the whole cliche that town is in on it they're actually sacrificing people there yeah. but um it was to uh because when they did it the willie and all the other animatronics actually escaped and attacked the town and mm-hmm. i actually think that was the creepiest part of the movie yeah like because i imagine like that would actually be really creepy or you know, just seeing an animatronic inside your house because animatronics are creepy as hell you know if you wanted to make a if you wanted to make a legit scary movie with it you could have i mean that's FNAF, you know yeah. five nights at freddy's that's this whole thing yeah <laughs> i'm seriously worried like uh, that they're gonna get sued i mean they should get sued honestly <laughs> it's so close but if it if it was like a, an average horror movie they definitely would but since it was nick cage beating the crap out of i think robots. if also if he was a security guard yeah, yeah i feel like that would but be he enough. was just he was just the guy who had his car was we found out later purposefully uh the tires were popped it's pretty obvious it's purpose it was purposely at the beginning yeah. though um and so he he goes into town to have his tires fixed but he didn't have uh cash so the and mecha- the only atm is broken down yeah. in the town. <laughs> and the mechanic who as we discussed earlier was actually in on it he was like oh i know this place you can work off the debt which is willie's and so he goes to uh, he goes to work there and he cleans up the place basically. An important thing they say though is you know clean up the place and don't forget to take breaks. Yeah, breaks are important. Breaks are important. And he took that rule to heart because he sets his watch to like every. <laughs> he doesn't set a specific time, but like he'll just take a break. You know, and nothing happens to him when he's on his breaks. He just drinks his soda and um, plays some pinball. And then once he's done, crushes the soda can, throws it in the trash can. He is... Goes back to work. Yeah, no, he's... even after fighting animatronics. Like, after he fights the first animatronic, he just puts it in a bag, sets it by the door because he's locked in, <laughs> and then just continues cleaning. He is a uh, beautiful anti-hero. 
he he does good, but it's not like his priority. He just sort of does it. Because it's actually a great scene where um the uh, iguana, which you know the boy mentioned, yeah, is boy. his favorite. It's an iguana because it's the whole switching colors oh, thing. Yeah, yeah, I actually like that detail about it too. That's colors were like switching, but um so like they uh bust in the room and uh uh iguana kills the one boy who was the, actually the last teenager outside of the main one. And the guana, I forget if that's like, you want some bitch, something like that. Yeah. And then Nicolas Cage walks in, you know, he gets in his fighting stance and then his timer goes off. So he um, gets out the knife that the girl had that he'd taken earlier, gives it back to her and then just goes off to take his break and just leaves he's her to leave fight him. him. And then once his break's over, he comes back and beats the crap out of it. And then it leads into this best, probably one of my favorite parts of the movie is just the, um, I think it was the Mexican robot and the um the siren. Yeah. They're in the hallway and it's like, oh, he's about to fight. He's dragging the iguana too. He had um wrapped a pipe cleaner. I, forget. I think it was or no, it's a suit. Uh, what is it? Sink snake? I forget. Something like that. But you know, it's to clean out sinks and stuff like that. He wrapped it around its neck and he's dragging it out. And you think he always got to fight the two? He just punches both of them out and then they go into the main room. And then the cops show up and then they um actually put uh. Uh, zip ties on Nicolas Cage behind his back. Yep, to, so that the um, animatronics can kill him, but he still is able to take on the iguana and the siren while his hands are behind his back. He, he like he headbutts them, and then it cuts away to the the girl being taken away, and yep. there there's this other other cop, and he's like, she she convinces him to go back and uh, help. But right before Willie. he does that, the uh, Mexican robot kills him. Yeah. <laughs> and then it just cuts back to the, the scene with uh, Nick Cage, and he's like smashing the head of one between his thighs. No, you first just hear um, like it scream, like Nicolas Cage screaming, and then you see it, like you see, you see his thighs, and then you see his hands like waving, and then you see Nicolas Cage just crushing his head with his thighs. Magnum thighs. <laughs> oh my gosh i can't believe that happened in the movie and then once he crushes his head he gets up just breaks <laughs> off the zip ties and then he rips off the head of the iguana usually it'd be like he he, he cuts he cuts them with something but no he just broke them off. yeah i thought he was gonna like because i as soon as i noticed there was zip ties, i was like oh so he's gonna cut them off with something but nope and then <laughs> i think like it was nothing yeah and then i think that was the last robot so he um spends his yeah, so then he just cleans up everything, brings all the robot animatronics bodies to the front, and all the um, human bodies, which you know mm -hmm. he, he you know he covers them up. And he doesn't just shove them in garbage bags like he did with the animatronics. He's a caring man. He is the um, most. The character is called the janitor, mm -hmm. and the most you actually like get to know is um, you see some dog tags hanging in the his car. Might have been his. Might have been someone that he killed. Might have just been come with the car. I personally, my belief is that it's just Nicolas Cage. Like he's playing himself. He just walked out and said, "Like oh, I'm gonna be in this movie." No, that's what I believe happened for the movie. <laughs> what I actually believe is like it's Nicolas Cage paying himself. Like he has a nice car, you know, and everything like that. He doesn't talk to anyone because he's Nicolas Cage. He's weird as hell. Cage. Yeah. Um, exactly. We're gonna beat these robots. That's mm -hmm. Patrick Warburton. <laughs> oh, Peter! Got to beat the crap out of these robots. Yeah. Yeah. So if you've seen Mandy, it's kind of like it's it's easier to understand than Mandy, and personally, I think it's better. And, but it's kind of the same deal with Nicolas Cage just going on a rampage. It, it really wants wants you. It makes you want a sequel. It makes you just want more Nicolas Cage fighting. Like, I just shit. want to see him. Like it's like the the John Wick thing. Like I don't care about the story really that much. You could say like he lost his pen and now he needs to go on a killing rampage. I just want to see him beat mm -hmm. more people up. Yeah, 
personally, I think John Wick actually would have been better if they took his dog. Yeah. I think that would have been a better story, especially because it would have been more like, oh, he's getting that dog back. <laughs> you know, but uh, for this movie, it's you never find out his motive. His motivation is just getting his car back, and that's why he cleans up the building. Right. Even after he beats Willie, he then just cleans up everything. And the cop who had hauled him at gunpoint and tried to sacrifice him to, when he's throwing the animatronics outside, he just sees her waiting in her car and he just waves at her. <laughs> just casually. And then he just goes back inside. And it's not like, haha, I'm still alive, bitch. It's, oh, hey, you're still there. <laughs> like, just a little cordial hello. Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't hold grudge. Um, when um, The reason why he got the one girl's knife was because she tried to stab one of the animatronics, but they were in the right position and yeah. they weren't doing anything. So he stopped her, took the knife from her. And that's the thing. He doesn't go out. He waits for the animatronics to come to them because he's just cleaning when they yeah. always interrupt him. Except for Willie. He had finished cleaning. So then he just went out to wait for him. Mm-hmm. I think my favorite fight scene, though, has to be the bathroom with the gorilla. <laughs> just curb steps a gorilla <laughs> into a urinal. I imagine it's it's like the, the foreshadowing of Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah. That's <laughs> why I said the theater. was like, yeah. Kong versus Godzilla looks it's awesome. <laughs> So no, hyped for this. Now I want uh, Godzilla to be voiced by Nicolas Cage. Screw you. <laughs> Screw you. Screw you. Kong, I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> I'm Godzilla. So, yeah, Willy's Wonderland. It's not going to do well at the box office. Probably not going to do well according to Rotten Tomatoes, but it is a phenomenal movie. But I'm not sure because, like, 30, what did it say? 30% of its funding came from Malaysia for some reason? Yeah, for some reason. I. I, like, I'm not sure if this was money laundering or something like that. It but might have been. Holy crap. I actually really enjoyed the movie. It like, even solid. from an objective standpoint, it was well made. The animatronics were all, like, all, every character, was, they were probably weren't the best written. No. But all the actors, like, did their job perfectly, you yeah, know? They, they, they played the character right. All the generic teens were meant to be generic teens, you know? The um, clueless cop was the clueless cop. The old sheriff was the old sheriff. Everyone did their the crusty, you know, salesman and stuff like that. The sh- shady mechanic, they all did a good job. Nicolas Cage, especially. Mm-hmm. My God, I, I feel like they just set, set the camera on him sometimes. Like when he's playing pinball, all that. There's just yeah. the scene where he just dances while playing pinball. They didn't uh, actually play Pinball Wizard. I, I, I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> the best part was when they, especially a lot of the music they were able to license too. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure how. Like, how did they, how were they able to uh, license uh, Leonard Skinner, you know? <laughs> Because they played Freebird at the ending. This is probably where their money went to. Yeah. Nicholas Cage just showed up on set, so I guess they didn't have to pay him. Yeah, but the, the uh, music director, the composer, did a phenomenal job. Yeah, all the scoring throughout was good. Like, not just the music choices, but the, just the actual score. All the animatronics, actual songs, they were good. They were believable as animatronics. Which is something I feel like the FNAF games missed also, out on. apparently the person who did the score was also the person who played Willie. Really? Yeah. He also directed him. No. Well, yeah. He also, the actual theme for the mute is on Spotify, and I recommend you download it too, because mm-hmm. it's actually really good. It's, you know, you got the classic 80s feel to it, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's it's good. Yeah. So, uh, the director uh, is Kevin Lewis, and he's not like a big time person at all. Really? The guy that made Willy's Wonderland? Yeah, is, what has he made? Like nothing. No. <laughs> I mean, he's made things, but. Nothing really of note. So he's just this this guy who was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a guy beat up some robots and we'll see how how we do. I hope I get a good actor. Oh Nicholas Cage. Alright. <laughs> sure. You, you could nobody could have done the role better, you know? Yeah. It, it was good. 
just to how oh my gosh just his performance it was something else because Lily, how often in movies do you just see somebody be a force of nature? Because even occasionally John Wick has to be rescued, you know? And he you know, will actually get damaged to the point where he needs somebody else's help. Yeah. But Nicolas Cage in this movie, uh-uh. Power no, he literally just does it. It is nothing to him. It's literally just one night for him, and then he just drives off like nothing happened, you know? Yep. And he... The most, um, he actually also has character development because he shares one of his uh, punch sodas with the girl after she survives. And I don't know if they like are gonna become monster hunting buddies. He takes her on as a apprentice. I feel like that's one of the great things. Maybe, maybe he, that was like he actually wanted to go fight those robots because he knew they they were like demons. <laughs> I don't know. I just, he like he didn't care. He was like, "You want some punch soda?" Yeah, you know, he even chooses not to drink some and actually gives it to her instead. Like. So he actually goes through character development, which is more than you could say with most movies. Out of single word said. Yeah. <laughs> it's beautiful. He just did his job. But some demonic robots. So, right, we should probably get into the animatronics. So, did we not talk about that? Well, we mentioned that he fought them, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so the animatronics, they are... The Willy's Wonderland, It really, this is probably the closest thing. How it... Uh, I feel like though that because I feel like I've heard that's actually happened though where somebody created like a restaurant like Chuck E. Cheese's but it's actually a serial killer. Sure, yeah. But yeah. So the original Willy's Wonderland was created by this serial killer, um, slash cultist, and they killed kids. Um, people found out they went to arrest them, but by then they'd all mutually committed suicide, and they each possessed a different animatronic. Yeah. And so yeah, that's what happened. And then they tried to reopen it, but then the animatronics like started attacking people and even eating people in front of everyone. So they closed it down again. And then they tried to um uh bulldoze it, but the contractor got killed, like was found dead, like eaten alive. Mm -hmm. And then like so they just tried to like leave it abandoned, but then the um animatronics, like I mentioned, they came out and like they started attacking people around town. So then they came up with the idea to sacrifice people Willie. Yeah. Just like uh, Britain in World War One, yeah. <laughs> World War Two, very close parallel right there. Yeah, <laughs> Willie is definitely close to Adolf Hitler. Uh huh, definitely. Pretty much the same person. Mm -hmm. And uh, I guess that means that uh, <coughs> the sheriff and stuff is a uh, uh, you know Stalin and uh, what's the British guy? Uh, what's the guy that was in charge before Churchill? Forget his name, but the Peaser guy. <laughs> Why can't I remember his name? That's going to be bugging me all day now. Whatever. This is the history podcast. <laughs> yeah. Really? The movies are great. Like, all the fight sites are just entertaining. So the, um, the choreography is good. It's entertaining. You know, mm -hmm. it's not like, um, uh, you know, a full-on kung fu fight or anything like that, but it's like a knockout brawl, you know? <laughs> She's got some really good parts, like uh, Nicolas Cage breaking, the, like, catching the arm of the one night guy. I forget what his name was. And then just fighting him and then eventually decapitating it. Really, it's like he hits him with a fatality. Like, um, yeah. <laughs> there's this one alligator creature where he, like, pries its jaws open. Like, um, Mechagodzilla versus Angus, you know? And I'm just thinking, like, it's like a video game. Tap X rapidly, you know? Just And then once he does, he rips out, like, its mouth. Oh, yes. all that good stuff. It was just a glorious movie. I really love how the, everything else just happened around it. Like, really... Once he starts cleaning it and taking his breaks and everything, that it doesn't stop for him. It's just everything else mm -hmm. around them. You know, mm -hmm. that's the story. It's the cop and everything, like that, and the teenagers and stuff like that. And it has no effect on him. He affects it. And I just love that. I love always love that in stories where, um, you know, it's uh, like um, uh, Elder Scrolls Oblivion. You know, it's really – you're not the main character of that one, 
but the fact that you there like fucks up the evil guy's plans <laughs> like they, <laughs> this random prisoner that's probably there because he got high on skooma and urinated in public or some shit like that is causing the um like the dark god to fail entering the world <laughs> like that's what it is it's just this guy shouldn't be there and yet he is and you can't get rid of him just a force of nature oh neville chamberlain Never Chamberlain. Neville. Not never. Never. No, <laughs> never, never Chamberlain. Never Chamberlain. Crucial forever. <laughs> yeah. Neville. Neville. Yeah, so it's, it's crazy. Just uh, And, um, like, all the uh, people that were behind it also get their comeuppance. Like, um, the sheriff gets killed by Willie. Right. Um, which kind of makes me feel like Willie never actually even listened to them in Probably the first. Not. Like, they this shows them, like, talking to him, but, like, Willie never actually shows him responding. So it might have just been, like, that they didn't go out just because they got food. And, like, they didn't actually care what they said. Probably not. I like how she got cut straight up yeah. in half. And it, it, was, it wasn't, like, a morning thing either. It was just like, all right, not the next scene. Yeah. And uh, I thought the shotgun would actually come into, uh, you know, fruition for the ending. But, nope, just no, stepped on it, yeah. breaks it. Just going to beat the shit out of it like every other one. Yeah. I like how the animatronics, oh. they were sometimes filmed in a... Uh, uh, at least this is my opinion. Like I said, I haven't seen any of the behind-the-scenes stuff yet, which I, I really want to. But I think they filmed it like Godzilla movies, where they um filmed it sped up first, and then they slowed it down. That's how they made the animatronics like move. Like, obviously, a lot of it was the actors, but, like, a lot of the movements, like, you can see, it's, like, different. Mm-hmm. And I think that's how they did it. That sounds about right. What was your favorite animatronic? Favorite animatronic? Oh. Yeah. Um... I uh, I like the 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 first one, the first robot bird, mm-hmm. because it, I I actually think that one was the creepiest because like it was sort of the build up to the whole situation and it was like moving every so often and mm-hmm. like he would turn around and be different. Mm-hmm. I like uh how <laughs> in the first fight when he um it tries to like it says he's gonna eat him and then it, he he blocks it first. And then it's just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and then they go to this fight scene where it's like, what? No, you're not supposed to be doing this. Like, it steps on his foot. He just hits it with the mop. It's, it's foot with the mop. Yeah. It's, like, great. And then um, the whole fight scene, just, like, as soon as it um, actually makes it draws blood, like, it hits him in the face <laughs> with his beak. And then he just smiles. It's like, oh, shit. He breaks his mop and then he just beats the shit out of it. You know, and she rips its neck out. That's what, it's one of the greatest tropes of characters like Nicolas Cage. And this is, like... Oh no, now I'm screwed. <laughs> Yo, you just set him up. <laughs> and there's actually a flub er- early on where you see him like with the tape on his yeah. like he puts duct tape on his face afterwards. And that was like really one of the only like, like flubs that you could say in the movie. Which even then it's like yeah, like he, he has tape on one scene and like, it's before the fight scene. Yeah. So it's like why is there tape on his face? I'm like, no. Yeah, I, but really it's not enough. And kind of <laughs> you understand why he did it because um like, I thought, like, as soon as he did it, he was going to be focusing on survival. But nope, no, he just keeps, he just cleaning, keeps cleaning. cleaning. And that's the best part about yeah. the movie. Like, it's not all whole freak panic thing. He's like, all right. Yeah, I thought it was actually going to be about Nicolas Cage trying to survive. Like, he kicks their asses, but, like, he's still trying. To, he's worried about survival, you yeah. know? But nope. No, he's just super casual the whole time. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I think my favorite animatronic is actually Willie, though. I-, I like how his head is higher up than it and, like, Gives him a like more uh, imposing figure. Yeah, yeah. Kind of reminds me of uh, <laughs> just with the um final fight. You know, after he's like you know ready for it this time, reminds me of oh you're approaching me. <laughs> Wasn't there like a uh, King Ghidorah versus Godzilla shot in there like where they were? 
it was like a wide shot screen from both of them. Standing. Yeah, it reminded like a King Ghidorah, <laughs> every other Godzilla movie where he's fighting King Ghidorah one on one. That's what also what it reminded me of because of how much higher his head up was. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it reminded me of Godzilla versus King Ghidorah. A lot of parallels between these two movies. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well we're running out of time here, so final thoughts. Woo! Yeah, uh, go see it if you can. Seriously, go see it. Great movie. You won't be disappointing. Entertaining is all hell. Also, real pretty short. You know, only like an hour and a half. So you know, it's a good time waster. Um, if you're nervous about going to the theaters, I'm pretty sure it's on Amazon Prime. I think that's where it's on. I saw Voodoo. Voodoo. Whatever that is. I'm sure someone out there. Has yeah, somebody sacrificed a chicken and now they're able to watch it through like the blood. It's like, oh, that's nice. Oh yeah, V U D U. Yeah, like I said, they sacrifice the chicken, and then you just pour out the blood, and you can see it like, oh, ah, that's nice. A, that's a good picture right there. But don't do that, because we need its box office to be higher, because I yeah. want more Nicolas Cage just beating the shit out of stuff. I want people more. to see this as a profitable genre. Yeah. That's all the right? only thing that talks to people nowadays. Is <laughs> and Nicolas Cage has finally found his niche in Hollywood, and it's fighting shit. <laughs> being, being silent and fighting things. Yeah. So, really good movie. I hope you guys all check it out. We'll see you next time on the Monster Island Podcast. Yeah!